so here we are. Um, and so I've, uh, I'm, I've roped you homies into doing this, uh, which is a retrospective. It's a retrospective. <laughs> cut the cup retrospective. It's a... Yeah, yeah. Because um, I was on... Tw- so I was on Twitter one day, and I guess maybe just made a comment or something about it. And I was like, he has a podcast? <laughs> and then listened, and then the rest was history. Yeah, and then... Um, Mira, we like, you know, she comes home and she's like, hey, like my my homie from back in the day, like has a podcast and I started listening to it. And then she's like, you should you should listen to it a bit. And I'm thinking like, oh, God, another podcast. It's a bunch (laughs) of like friends, a lot of dudes just like sitting around talking like there's a million of these. There's no way that I'm going to like this or it's going to be interesting. And you know what? I was wrong. I really liked it. I got like, it was like, I got hooked by the first episode and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, but I could listen to it all day. Um, and I enjoyed that a lot because I don't know, there's, there's some charm in how like, I like that the explanations are always so absurd and obscure that if you really listen to it, you never get a definition for what y'all are talking about. And I appreciate that because I feel like I'm part of the adventure. It gets into your life and it gets under your skin so easy. And that's why like all these different terms have now Mira and I use these terms all the time because it's something you feel. It's not something you think about. And so that's why like, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm totally fucked off right now. Or, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I say, hell yeah, way too much. It's actually sort of a problem. Uh, well, um, and I might be saying it in moments where it's like inappropriate to say that. <laughs> <laughs> really? To yeah. say that, which suggests that there is a time where you're a, it's morally acceptable to say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's times when it's like really, you know, it's cool to say it, but like, you know, if I'm sitting with a client and they're talking to me and like they're sharing with me like some triumph that they've experienced, you know, and in my head I'm like, hell yeah, like good job, hell yeah, this is great what you're telling me. But I'm like, you know, I don't think people really want their therapist to say, hell yeah. All right, well here, look, we'll get we'll get we'll get into it. We'll get there. Uh, so we'll start from the fucking very beginning. Oh, we gonna do this? All right, let's drinking do this. cup. You, Mira, you drink, you fuck with cup. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, I've worked in coffee for like. You've worked in what? You've worked in cup? In cup. <laughs> Shit. I'm already fucking this up. You're here now. You got to speak the language. Uh, I've worked in cup for like four years. <laughs> Isn't it longer? My goodness. Is it longer? But yeah, I drink it every day. Do you, do you cup up? Do you get suited? Yeah, I, I am addicted to the caffeine and I need it to function and to live. And so, yeah, I definitely cup on the daily multiple times and I try to, you know, chase that zoot whenever I can ship get it, it. Ship it. But sometimes it's elusive though and I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> the zoot that can't be caught is the stuff of absolute nightmares. Like, have you ever tried to chase one and, you know, you're like, well, dang, now it's seven o'clock in the evening and it's still never, I never actually caught it never caught that wave hmm. yeah yeah i've had i've had very bad days before oh yeah <laughs> yeah and i have more in my future i can absolutely guarantee that um but yeah all right uh number two dying so this is related to not being able to catch your zoot <laughs> when your zoot's uncatchable and you are and dying. You're dying yeah when you're dying about it have you ever died before i die at work almost every day yeah yeah i mean that's kind of the 
the the soul of capitalism, right? I mean, customer interactions, and sometimes my coworkers kill me, and I'm dying. Did you ever see a coworker who's dying, but they don't know it? Like, buddy, you're dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're fucking dying. Yeah, <laughs> it's typically the like the shift leads or like the like the people that are like one step above me and have this responsibility that they don't want to deal with. You know? Do you think it's ever because they're dying because they like sold a piece of their soul? And that's what's got them dying about it? I think it's management has them dying. Oh, so you're talking about like the leads, like the people who are a little bit above you, but not actual management. Yeah, shift shift leaders. Gotcha. gotcha. Have you ever seen Die Gods? Gods of Die? Gods of Die? I yeah. Don't know. Have you ever experienced somebody who was a true god of the die? Ooh, potentially, but could you elaborate? Uh, expansive omnipotent die like extent the extent of the die is so profound and beatific and, <laughs> and radiates outward in all directions in a blinding flash of die light <laughs> you know yeah actually i do know people like that i do have like, friends and <laughs> who are like that what um, what's one of them like what or if you assemble them into a composite what does that hybrid person god of death look like <laughs> Oh, I'm just thinking about like <laughs> the kinds of like friends I have who really like who really don't give many fucks and very much like embody the whole like I'm here for a good time, not a long time sort of like mentality. And um, brutal, yeah, like just <laughs> to their detriment. Yeah, I mean, to their detriment, really. But like you know, because I think that especially with like our like our kind of like you know generation, like the humor, like a lot of us, you know, make a lot of like i'm dying jokes right, right? right. like, and, like uh, oh, oh i get it yeah it's like exactly so and but uh, it, we all make a lot of like that kind of morbid humor but then you have like those few friends i know that i do where they're like like not nah, yeah like kill me <laughs> like like they, i want to die Oof. and i'm like oh wait no like hmm wait a second <laughs> like you took it to a place you took it to a transcendent like beautific place. god of death <laughs> transcendent yeah. die yeah you'd have a transcendent like am i like is this shiva right now like who are you channeling <laughs> i'm here to i'm here to have a die time not a long time yeah. <laughs> um all yeah, right i don't i think i die I, I i some i die about it or i see a, like i see a lot of people who are dying about it because i feel like if they're coming to talk to me <laughs> like if they're coming to talk to me like if they're coming to seek therapy then yeah they're probably dying about something <laughs> but that's the only reason i went to therapy uh, lots <laughs> of reasons in their life yeah yeah but to kind of like the question you posed to to mira is like i i have an easier time working with the people who are dying and they know it it's way oh, harder yeah. to work with the people who i'm like watching this stuff and i'm like oh you're dying and you are like smiling and in den <laughs> like, deep denial of like how like how absolutely fine everything is and it's 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 really not and um that makes the die brighter yeah it shines and shines yeah it's definitely a bright die all right uh number three mr somebody this is one where <gasps> oh yeah where i like came home and like i was like clara who in our circle is like a mr somebody Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah there was a few of them that were like that where it's like oh do we know someone who embodies that and we came up with i mean like yeah it was like instantly applicable to people we know <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not gonna say their names on the pod but, like, but but can you describe them in sufficient detail to where if they listen they know it's about them <laughs> 
like a Mr. Somebody, like I'm also trying to make sure like I'm not getting like my wires crossed at all, but like a Mr. Somebody in is is like a sort of person who like what's my how would I phrase it? Like they're really into themselves, right? And they're really they like they're somebody. Yeah, they really think they're somebody, but it's the tragic like Shakespearean figure of like they're not <laughs> though, right? Like that's an important factor. They're the last to find out that, <laughs> that they're not actually a you're a tremendous nobody or sometimes a pre somebody. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, the phrase is don't try to be somebody if you're just a pre somebody. Ooh, okay. Yeah, we 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 got people like that for sure. Um, especially like there, we know a lot of people who have very big specific dreams and there's some people who like we know I think who they're like they're on their way potentially to being a somebody but they haven't actually reached that point yet but they're already trying to cash those checks oh yeah do you know what I mean they're a somebody in their own mind yeah they just other people haven't caught up to that maybe yet <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a somebody as it gets that's tremendous uh, what do you think Mayor? Uh, can you describe well I mean like when, especially when you run in circles with like tons of like Oh. Can you like describe the person you're thinking of? Oh, um, we know a lot of artists, I would say. Like a lot of like artists who are maybe on on come ups <laughs> and like and like are starting to be somebody or at different stages of becoming somebody and like, you know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like I don't wanna like, you know, put people too much on blast. Yeah, it's hard without saying their name. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, but I don't know. Do you? Is there any somebodies that come to your mind? I mean, we love to put them on blast. So you just if but uh, toboggan. Oh my god! That's oh, and a, that's perfect. That's a person's that's name. No, no, that's a perfect. Nickname. That's a I'm that's a up. shitty nickname. It's an internal. It's an internal joke nickname. Uh, this no, that's actually perfect because that person will not know uh, about it because of the nickname. But the this person has a name that kind of starts with a T and has maybe a similar sound. Wait a second. But it's a it's a nickname that they don't know about. Yeah. yeah. No. Brutal. Yeah. Well, Brutal. It was, it was uh, dying. It was absolutely actually, dying. It was dying. No, because Mira made up a sassy. One of nickname. my best moments. It was yeah. It was one of your sassiest like peak moments. Um, where you know she was making fun of this dude and who really gets high on his own hype like he really does like get high on his own hype um and he's a mr somebody and then she was like i don't know like what is his name like toboggan and i'm like mira that's not even a fucking name I, that's not even a fucking name went through other t names first yeah I, it's like what thomas timothy like toboggan like toboggan's not even a name that's but now it's do you know what a toboggan is the little sled yeah yeah <laughs> it's so clowning <laughs> yeah. wow this fool is straight to bottom <laughs> yeah so that's the only way we refer to him now yeah and you know what's really fucked up about that is like i sometimes like still have like interactions or like i've run into him before since then you run and, into like, toboggan yeah i run into <laughs> toboggan and the problem is like since i don't see him very much and then anytime he comes up we call him by the nickname or we're joking is that i almost called him that to his <laughs> face as if i had forgotten his real name but he doesn't know about the nickname so he but the thing is with somebody with with being a Somebody, if someone messes up your name, it's like, oh, you'll know my name. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. But, oh. <laughs> but you know, he's like been on some TV stuff and gets to do a lot of schmancy sh- shit and thinks that you know he's like Mr. Somebody. And yet he's not. He's toboggan. Yeah, he's toboggan. To us, he'll always be toboggan. <laughs> All right, goodbye toboggan. Uh, number four, homie brain. Oof. Oof. Uh, 
I mean, you were doing homie science earlier. With I was. With my, <laughs> with my airplane story. Mira was hung over on the airplane uh, and trying to figure out how much puke was in the giant trash <laughs> bag that the flight attendant gave her was really hard, but she sketched it out. <laughs> Goodwill hunting style on a chalkboard, and we finally figured out that the, the trash bag had other smaller bags of puke inside it mm-hmm. when the plane landed. Anyway. Anyway. Mm, I think. Oh, <laughs> I think I don't. Well, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I think it only felt like I wasn't puking because for most of the trip I wasn't. I just puked at the start, and I was trying to suppress that fact. And then five hours <laughs> later, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. We can uh, move past that. No, but I oh, is that how it works? <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's I'm some ki- science. I'm, okay, go ahead. No, I was ki- <laughs> um, I'm having a little bit. Like, definitely, homie brain comes up, and I see it with like you know, I see it come up with other people, but Mira, I was curious, like, since we live together, you know, like, I was like, hmm, you're the one who gets to observe me maybe the most. Like, can you think of any homie brain moments of mine? And I'm like trying to think of homie brain moments of yours. Well, mine are easy. Like- it's just me thinking that I'll get enough sleep by going to bed at like 3 a.m. and I've, oh. I'll have to wake up at eight. Like, yeah, that's five hours. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely some homie science, homie brain. It's destructive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of my, like, what's my, I mean, I do similar things like that where I'm like, yeah, no, I don't need to sleep. It's fine. It's totally fine. I can, like, stay up super late, but I'm trying to think of, like, other homie brain moments. I mean, you have homie brain. I definitely do, but that's why I was asking outside because, like, sometimes when you're in it, you can't see it because your homie brain doesn't pick up on it. Like, you're in a way where you're like, you know, it's not like getting five hours of sleep. Like, yeah, that would be great. I'll be totally fine. Or being like, what? I don't need to eat. Like, why would I need to? Like, like the calculations beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. To justify the decision you're about to make. Yeah. And then blammo, you're hit with homie consequences. (laughs) Oh, well, 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 the consequences of my own homie actions. (laughs) Um, Number five is young brain. So young brain, I don't know if you remember that one, but it's, it's the, so old brain is like the nightmare, right? Right. The nightmare insanity, the Joe Biden land. Uh Oh God. Yeah. Joe Biden's got old brain for sure. But young brain is like, is, is kind of like a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an up and comer, you know? Like, like a star-eyed or like like uh, they can be star-eyed, but the biggest thing is that you have to have almost no understanding of the world around you, <laughs> other than it reflects where you're headed and what's popping for you. Was that the one with the story about burning like a rabbit carcass? Well, I was trying to remember. No, uh, oh, God, no. That was a brutal story. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Um, What's it called when you take young brain logic and then you're too old to apply it anymore and it bites you in the butt? Um, it depends. It's either homie brain or you're just like a loser. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're like a 36-year-old bartender at Cha-Cha trying to pick up girls in their 20s. Oof. Oof. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about like what young brain stuff I that I may be do and i think it's just like oh thinking that i can do the same things that i could like that that's yeah i think it's young brain to to think that that period of time where you can do that stuff will last forever Mm, kind of necessarily mm -hmm. but yeah yeah eating like nerds for breakfast you know or like an entire box of twizzlers or like uh i'll have uh spicy hot lime cheetos for dinner 
that's now. Oh yeah, yeah now. no, Mira, you're like <laughs> the disappointment. Oh god, but no, Mira, you're like your dietary, like your day to day food is very young. The brain. youngest brain. <laughs> you're coming up on three zero. <laughs> I know. Right? No, wait, you even like. <laughs> you, know, you were even. <laughs> You were you're coming up. You're not, you're getting, it's not going away. <laughs> you were literally asking me like, oh wait, when do I hit the phase where like I actually start grocery shopping like an adult instead of just like still instead of frozen pizzas and chips and. All right. Well, <laughs> so that's kind of homie brain and kind of young brain. But the thing is like young brains are annoying. Okay. That's one of the most important Annoyingly aspects. optimistic maybe. They can be. Um, I tend to think of more like, uh, just like young brains that just make big proclamations and declarative statements about like this, that, or the other. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think a young brain move, and I see this like a lot, is um, the young brain move of of moving to a new place and thinking that things are going to be like different or better there when you actually have not addressed any of like your That's own exactly right. like yeah. issues and just being like no like if i just move from seattle to la or seattle to brooklyn or seattle to um like atlanta or something well, like yeah, i can think of one specific person who yeah at least moved one from here to chicago thinking that that was going to be like they're getting out of this place and everything was going to be better once they mm-hmm. they move and really they just had to go to therapy <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's uh, like it's like that that Hallmark card where it's like wherever you are there like wherever you go there you are sort of a situation, but it's kind of like I feel like that's a real young brain where it's like I have not done therapy, I've not looked at myself at all. I have limitless potential and if I just ch- get a change of scenery it's going to be fine. It's not like, you know, I'll have any of those issues. In right. The exactly. Scene. And it's this extra layer on top, which is I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm going somewhere. Yeah. I'm bye. going places. <laughs> I'm literally going places. All right. Number six, boss moves. This is related to power moves. And this is just related to any time where you, you let people know where you just really say, you really say what needs to be said and, and things happen for you after that. <laughs> okay. Can, do you, have, you I, already have an example? I just feel like I try to, to pull some boss moves now sometimes um, in my like in my own life. I don't always think that I do it well, but... Like I, what's one? Gosh, I think like... I feel like I have like tried to cultivate being the friend who will like in the most loving way possible like tell you how it is about like so this is how you're fucking up in my opinion um and a lot it's of a boss move yeah and i i i don't understand why people like i'm i'm very much like well are you sure you want to hear this like i'm always going to get the person's consent i'm not just gonna like boom like knock down the door and be like let me like tell you how it is but people come to me and i think like that can be boss like boss move sometimes um and i try i try to to be to be loving about it and you have the peeps coming to you yeah there you have like an you have an open door policy and people pop into your oh yeah i have office hours for sure there it is um so i i that's what that's what comes to to mind but i think like doing that with people i know or like honestly doing it with clients sometimes too sometimes you gotta throw in the boss moves of like all right let me tell you how it is Here's this pattern I've observed. Yo, have you noticed that this really, you know, like, yo, you know what this reminds me of? What you told me about your mom? Like, what? <laughs> no. And their mind explodes. And then sonic rings. No, go usually everywhere. they cry. <laughs> like, that's the unfortunate thing is then they cry. 
I think you, when you deliver boss moves, when you pull that, like you pull it in a real like sassy way. Like you you really pull the boss moves in the like, hmm, oh, really? Mm, yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you how it is <laughs> sort of moments. But <laughs> your name's Toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a boss move. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> All right, number seven, keeping the show going. This is closely related to the geographical you just described earlier, mm. in which rather than take a fucking breather mm-hmm. and let the show wind down and let all the elephants and the lion tamers go home, you just say, no, no, I cannot face <laughs> what happens after that. <laughs> the, t- the lights in the tent are staying on. The circus continues. I definitely was keeping the uh, show going for a good chunk of the 2010s. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then uh, crash landed like a meteor in my therapist's office uh, because it just wasn't working anymore. Did your therapist pull some boss moves on you? <laughs> my therapist is uh, is is rough. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> You're dying. You're fucked off. Uh, good fucking bye. That sounds like a boss move to me. Yeah. yeah no. She's uh, she's the the best. She's the best. What what kind of shows do you got going? That you're trying to keep going. Yeah, get honest. Oh Check in emotionally about your. <laughs> the, yeah, absolutely. My shitty like 21 year old diet the, that I'm trying to pull now. The I I'm gonna go to the corner store show. That's well, corner store show is a good show. Yeah, it's a well, good show. <laughs> the hum the homie science behind it is is <laughs> that. I'll Break it down. <laughs> <laughs> Once my metabolism a takes a dra- a dramatic shift, then I'll take action. But as long as I can keep the show going. Yeah, no, you really do keep that metabolism show going. Like, it's it's impressive. Like, it really is. But it's not up to me, ultimately. No, nah, but... And you then know, once that... <laughs> once that drops... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the show must go on. Th- All right. <laughs> um, I think, like, the only, the only show... <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like the only show... I mean, there's probably multiple. The, the one comes to mind for me right now is... I think I was... I, I told y'all about this a little bit, but like I have the show going so hard now with like all the different things with like school and my internship, da 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 da. And um, so I don't know what to do with rest. Right, and so right. like my brain is like, oh wait, we're always keeping the show going. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm always keeping the show going so hard that when there's a break, I'm just like, no, nah, I can't be resting. I have to keep the show That's going. Exactly so right. the show I will, must go on. the show must go on. So I will find ways to make myself busy even when I don't, need to be um and that's like i think the show that i got going other than i think i was keeping the show going living in my last place oh yeah because mm-hmm. i i wasn't out yet and i was like keeping the keeping the uh the show going like at work and even like at home where you should feel like you can be yourself but i didn't feel like i could do that at home I wasn't out to my roommate and I was like too scared to come out to him. So it wasn't until I moved out that I was able to like stop the show and say, here I am, you know, but that was like a rough two years. Yeah. You know, you bring up a whole deeper level of keeping the show going of like, especially for like queer people like us, like the show that we were keeping going of, of being in the closet. (laughs) Like I was like, oh yeah, I remember the show that I kept going about being, (laughs) being straight and like, you know, there's just convincing yourself, convincing yourself. Yeah. So thank you. It comes down to convincing yourself. Thank you for that. That hit deep. (laughs) 
Number eight, unsolved the un, the TV show Unsolved Mysteries. Love oh, it. we fuck with that show really <laughs> hard. Uh, I mean, f- favorite apps? Any particular apps? I, I can't say that it's like a favorite, but for some reason it just sticks in my mind, and I'll never forget it. Which is there was one about like a grifter who was like a con artist, and he kept like screwing over all these people. But there was like this period of time where he was in a nudist colony. I absolutely remember that one. Yeah, yeah and that's for some reason like blew my like eleven year old mind up <laughs> or something when I first saw it, and yeah, and I was just like, what? And so, and then like they're doing the awkward reenactments. And, like, trying to make it look like these people were naked, but, of course, like, it's, you know, (laughs) TV, like, so they got to, like, obscure them and, like, oh, here's a a tree that's, or a fern that's conveniently placed. Um, But for some reason, that always stuck with me about the grifter in the nudist colony. Uh, Do you, I don't know if you remember this, but part of that guy's grift was that he ran a um, video store where he rented a video rental store. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. And when he rolled out, he, I don't, I still don't understand this happened, but he had apparently sold the video store and the the stock of videos he they said he'd sold it three times what so he like oh my god he, he talked to three separate people independently and got money from all of them to yeah. s- sell i don't know anyway yeah i was oh shipping it gosh <laughs> i love the ones where they i mean not that i love that someone gets away with something but the ones where they like it's like a goose chase and then it's like update and they give you the on show update about like the anonymous tip they got in yeah the updates are great um, it's also funny when like they they take a veer to the left of true crime and then suddenly there's like unsolved mystery episodes about like ghosts or like cryptozoology yes. stuff yes. and they're like really are we talking about this right now? I think one of my other favorite ones was this guy was just uh, he was just repeatedly putting signs on the side of the road that were like so in this small town being like so and so is cheating on so and so. Is that the Circleville letters? Yes, because that yes, is sir. a really oh fucked up story about like. What it was like the, the lady's name was like Cynthia or something like Cynthia sucks. So, Circleville letters, fuck with it. It's so tiny. Look, yeah, look it up. If you're not familiar, like there's a bunch of podcasts and like I think they even did a drunk history episode where someone like tells the story. So check it out because it's wild. All right, number nine, Johnny on the spot, Jack in the back. This is the one with the Bechel Angelo. Oh my god, that ruined me. I don't think we were recording when I said this earlier, but like the Bechel Angelo thing was like the joke that I died the hardest for that I didn't understand the context at all. And I've never I've never died so hard for a joke that I didn't understand the context. I'm not even sure I understand the Johnny on the spot, Jack in the back situation, to be real. And I've listened to that episode. <laughs> don't know that I get it. What about you, Mira? Do you get what it's like to be a, a Jack in the back or to be on the spot, John? I feel on the spot right now. Um, <laughs> is, this, is this what it's like to be Johnny on the spot? See, Johnny on the spot just immediately just blows it out of the water with the most like hilarious one-liner. Okay, okay. The... Uh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've come to the wrong place. We do not do that. <laughs> Jack in the back is the wild card. And mm-hmm. you, it's easily to visualize if you think of a group of, of you're in a group of five or six of your friends and probably close friends, but friends, someone's Johnny on the spot. Someone's calling the tune, snaps and pops. And then someone's Jack in the back. Something's going on. 
can't tell what it is. Ooh. It's coming up soon though. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, <laughs> like it's, it's building like it's in like in a, like, like in a horror movie when like there's string instruments that are slowly kicking in and you're like, wait, what's that? And like it, the tension's building. It's for sure. Yeah. All right. I've definitely experienced, I've been around Jack in the backs and like Johnny on the spots. I don't know if I ever really have yeah, known a few. I mean, I always felt like, uh, like the not like the class clown but in the like uh like admired sense where like everyone like he's also like a popular guy he's not just like a goofball but like popular kid who also is like the class kind of very good yeah (laughs) i don't know maybe that that's what i think of when i think of johnny on the spot i think of like no it's perfect yeah it's exactly right it's he's a little late but he's on time yeah yeah i don't know maybe yeah maybe that's just like not our style maybe we just like cultivate two chill vibes I mean, Johnny on the spot's kind of a f- mid fifties sock hop. <laughs> yeah, have a malt with your gal type vibes. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, just not, we're not about that life, <laughs> I guess. Uh, number ten, you are about tips and tipping though. <laughs> that that is me. That is me. I what would I I I tip so hard that if I was a teacup, then you'd be well, you just all have, over the place. You're always tipping. Though. Yeah, constantly. You tipping right now? Yeah, I mean, is it like in your phone? There's tips happening. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. There is like, shipping it. Yeah, there's always tips. I mean, like there's. I mean, we got theoretical tips. We've got like potential got building into we, like more than a tip. Yeah, I mean, like it's like in chess. You gotta like stay three or four moves ahead <laughs> in it you know um we were talking earlier today about we're uh, i'm gonna make it into a tip <laughs> yeah like i'm is, gonna turn it to a 10 <laughs> yeah exactly i i just i Intent do that to tip i mean we were at the we were at the ice cream shop the other day and i told a whole love story about like oh ice cream girl like you just you're you make me so happy like is she every, a tip she's a tip okay. yeah for sure ice cream girl she like every time i come in there she just says the most angelic wonderful thing that just like blow up my heart and yeah like it just you know so i'm just uh, there's there's tips to be found everywhere just just let the love in yeah you've got like a mutual tip going on right now with that's true that one's been simmering for a while there's a there's some building tips right there (laughs) there's a lot of tipping platonic but not platonic cuddling oh sure Mm -hmm. oh Uh, oh, sure yeah you got (laughs) that's a a real hands in the air a lot of sleepovers uh, a lot of slumber parties but like i don't know i think also maybe part of it is like when you're when you're living in that like queer poly life and you run in like the queer poly circles it's like tip city <laughs> all over like it sounds very tiply yeah it's just Back all over forth. the place yeah mm-hmm. all yeah. right well god damn i don't know it's like a it's like a like a conspiracy theory red oh yeah string line board <laughs> yeah. of tips like uh-huh. in every direction i got that in <laughs> and like yeah <laughs> for sure it's at least that maddening, if not more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't talk to me about my web of tips because I will sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, Mira, you're like, Mira's the type that will tip, not as much as I do, but she, she'll she tip, but she will not admit to the tip. Secret tipping. That's She's true, got the yeah. secret tipping. You got the tip in the back pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh, yeah. you got to oh, know yeah. her. You got to know her really well. And so because I know her so well, like I can call it and I'll be like, I know that's a tip. And she's like, no. And then, yeah, then I crack. (laughs) (laughs) Mira's like a cat. 
Oh, she is for sure. <laughs> She's very much like a cat. Like if you come at her too strong and you're just like, no, like I want to, like I want to like pay. I want to tip on you. I, I think you. you're a tip. Yeah. I want to tip on you. She will run away and hide in the closet uh, for that's, sure. That's kind of gay. But if you're, yeah, it's very gay. <laughs> it's super gay. Um, but if you like are just around and you're like chill vibes and you're around, then like slowly. And then you build oh, over time. Yeah. And then you can yeah. hear. But like don't the look right at her. Start. Yeah. Like don't look right at her. Don't make threatening eye contact. Can you pet? Only, you know, when she's like gotten like to a certain <laughs> amount and then maybe there's like a slight shoulder touching or oh, whatever, yeah. like then you can like, you know, try it. But she still might run away and hide in the closet. Who knows? It's like that meme where the homie's looking at the butterfly. Is this tipping? Yeah. <laughs> <Is> this t- <laughs> yeah. Well, slight shoulder contact. Is this tipping? <laughs> yes. 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 Hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. What's your last big successful tip? It's an old coworker. Oh, from the bakery. Some un- some unfinished biz. I mean, yeah, but you're still like you're still homies. Yeah, we're still friends. But then I'm trying to remember what happened with that. I think I just I got like the I kind of realized that I I didn't have the energy to expend on that and <laughs> other stuff in my life, which is brutal. Very true. Say. Very true. The tipping can be a apocalyptic drain on the yeah. psyche. <laughs> And it was getting sometimes that's really tight though. <laughs> it was getting serious, yeah. and then I was like, Well, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's, Ouch. it's it's chaos. And you know, Mira's like, Oh, I'm not gonna fuck with all that chaos, but it's the chaos that fuels my life. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, and sure. Um, number 11, the movie 10 Things I Hate About You. It's a great movie. I love Heath Ledger, RIP. Was that filmed here? It's Tacoma. Tacoma. Some okay. of it was, yeah. I don't know if it's filmed at Tacoma, but it's set there. They did the paintball in Gasworks Park. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Geographically, that movie doesn't make really any sense, but... Well, they always do that. Like, mm-hmm. Say Anything has a scene where John Cusack's driving past the Guild 45th in Wallingford, and then he's driving past the Bellevue Square Mall. He <laughs> <laughs> just had to take a ride around. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Dang, that, that, movie, that movie had me real fucked off. But it's been a while since I've seen 10 Things I Hate About You. It's, uh, isn't it like um, inspired by like Taming of the Shrew from Shakespeare? Mm. So, but yeah, no. Good movie. Definitely holds up. Number 12, Homie Code. This is things something you don't break. You do not violate this code. Mm-hmm. Get a penalty if you violate <laughs> this code. <laughs> God, yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of one where it's like, I feel like maybe some homie codes are like so deeply ingrained of like, like, duh, of course, you don't, you don't do that. So I'm trying to think. Yeah, if you're a homie, then fuck, the code comes naturally. They have handing out uh, penalties in the poly scene for homie code violations. Oh, no. Yeah, I think so. I really, I think so. If you're doing, you're doing it right, you're doing it ethically, then there's got to be like communication, you know, mm-hmm. and because as soon, as soon as there's like not communication and not everything's like above board, then like, you know, that's not poly, that's cheating. <laughs> that's not the code. Yeah, that's you're not, not a code. homie. Yeah, you're not a homie if you're, you know, doing things on the down low in a way that's not agreed upon. So that's like, nah, you do not break the homie code. What about likes on a follow? You got you got your homie, your homie posts something. Mm, I always have to heart react. That's code. Yeah. yeah. If it's if you if you're the homie, you gotta you gotta heart react from me. Um, I've literally thought about like, oh wait, is this person? Are we like close enough? Are we homies enough for me to heart react? Or if I heart react, are they gonna misinterpret 
the heart reacts. Are you tipping? Yeah, <laughs> tipping or something. So it's like a form of flirting, I would say, but it's also, you know, it's wholesome too. It can be in the right context. Yeah, I think I, I, I pay attention to that <laughs> in social media a lot. It's like my close friends all get heart reacts on like whatever the post is. And then like people out in the outer circles just get like a like, sometimes a haha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm feeling generous, but but I stick to the homie code with the heart reacts. I feel like I'm not sure the best way to put this in words, so maybe y'all can help me. But there's like the homie code about like vouching for other people. You need like there's the homie code of like all right, if you're bringing this new person into the circle or you're bringing them to the party or whatever the situation is, like you're vouching for them. So like there's a strict homie code of like you have to take that seriously and you have to like take responsibility for like the you know the vibes and the people that you're bringing in um and so i don't know does that do you feel like that that's extremely homie code and if you bring in a dead battery fuck you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's a penalty yeah for sure you bring in an energy vampire yeah and you have to tell the vampire that they're banished experience yeah. final death <laughs> yeah i experienced something like that recently um i was in a social situation i was like um there were two people who on on their own were they're like a little bit high energy a little high maintenance but they're still like cool but then you get them together and we'd never had them together at the same event before like and then it was like some sort of chemical reaction that just like exploded in a bad way um and so i guess maybe that wasn't preventable we didn't know but it was one of those like oh like you know i vouched for you know somebody vouched for the person a and somebody vouched for person b and then how did they know that like dang so it's 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 one of those situations where sometimes you got to think about not just that person but how they're going to um interface with yeah how everyone you, else exactly it's Thank a different you. kind a of homie way. code that's like a homie api <laughs> <laughs> it's a homie yeah. like a data warehouse okay anyway um <laughs> number 13 is the tv show xavier renegade angel from adult that. swim from I, adult. I remember it. it i remember it um it's pretty it's pretty it's alt. it's pretty old <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty obscure <laughs> it's pretty fucking fucked off and extremely psychotic which is coming up here but uh i i mean i you had the benefit of like rewatching those things like before your episode. Um, so I was like, I remember watching it on Adult Swim. Um, and I feel like, I mean, more so now that I've like developed an aesthetic and a sense of like, you know, self and interest. But I, even at that like younger age, I was like, yeah, I totally, I'm like, this is the weirdest shit, but <laughs> I'm here for it right now. All right, number 14, angling. Is where you got an angle that you're working. Mm-hmm. You're you're gonna come up on something. <laughs> you got to come up planned. Mm-hmm. You're David Nielsen. Your whole life is revolving around this type of thing. Do you have an angle? Ooh, I feel like I got so many angles all the time. I'm I'm angling in this in the school, like in a in a school way right now, where I'm like, all right, I'm angling to graduate and get my license, and like that's that's when the real shit starts. Like as in it's real and I'm getting paid. <laughs> like it's, a, you know? it's when the nightmare ends mm-hmm. and the dream finally begins. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, I feel like that's an angle in, in, in many regards. 
Um, so I'm angling for that. I, I hate to use, I try not to angle with my tips and like all the mini tips because yeah, I, good luck. Yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> I, I, but I, I try not to, because I don't want to be like too goal oriented because then I feel like that just, you know, that, that ruins the, that ruins like the beautiful journey of like seeing where everything goes and where it doesn't and stuff. So like, I don't know. I try not to, to angle with tips, but I do try to angle in my like, school professional business i have like a plan of what i want and where i'm going and so i got them angles not bad um i can't stop thinking about you just angling for that frozen pizza (laughs) 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 you're just angling it into the oven (laughs) the Um, microwave depending yeah i'm trying to think so I feel like you're, I'm you're angling for, well, there's I'm, a difference between angling and just having goals. Uh, yeah. although oftentimes they, they do overlap. Um, the way you describe not wanting to be goal oriented is exactly that would be angling. Wanting to be successful in your career is fine. Streaming is not an angle for you. I don't think unless there's some ulterior motive to it. <laughs> it's not really. And I like, I want to be careful of like not turning it into like work. So then what's your angle? Fucking! You're just so wholesome. What's my angle? Uh, think about it. Uh, I no- think your angle is in a lot of ways to like the like the false aloofness, everything, like trying to act like all the things that you're like, no, nah, it's it's I don't care about that or it's you know whatever. When like you're actually very bothered by it, <laughs> you're like fucked off about that. That's the kind of angle. My yeah, my uh, my performative like irony. Yeah. That's, that's a big angle. Um, Cause I, I don't know. There's like a lot of, it's funny to me, but there's like people out there maybe who only know you like through work or something. And they're like, Oh, like Mira, very, very quiet and like intimidating, maybe even to approach. And I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> like, so I think that you angle a like, you know, don't fuck with me vibe a lot of the times when deep down you're like oh my god Thank god yeah like oh my goodness yeah it's, sometimes it's i'm like damn i don't want to fuck with Mira. <laughs> watch watch what i do you beat the fuck out of me uh 15 tv show frazier <laughs> oh my god you you know that like after she listened to that episode she started watching some frazier like she went and she well, watched yeah. some frazier god bless <laughs> how was to. it I and how was it? it was fantastic <laughs> It was great. I mean, I started from the beginning. This is just one of the many ways that the pod has infiltrated our lives. I was like... It's for the homies. What the fuck is this view from his fake apartment? I love it. (laughs) It's so good. Frasers are the big dome piece. It's part of life. I unfortunately had a professor at my grad school who was kind of a a Frasier in a lot of ways, like in his like psychoanalytic way of approaching, like very old school and very like, he, he was a Mr. Somebody actually. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I think back on it. He was a Mr. Somebody. And I was like, what dude? Like it it was, it was. What about his dome though? What about his, his dome? Like, yeah, his dome piece was a big fucking domed up. Yeah, actually it really, really was. (laughs) (laughs) It really, really was. Hitting all the marks. Um, but yeah, there was, um, he was, he was quite the Frasier. He was a Mr. Somebody, um, who was thinking he was Frasier and like, I'm sure he was like, yeah, I'm going to get a talk show one day where I can talk about young all the time. And instead he just subjected us to that where I was like, excuse me, like we need to learn. Excuse me, grade our papers. Yeah, please. Could you grade our papers? This is costing me thousands of dollars. (laughs) Yeah, please don't fucking waste my time. (laughs) Um, I, yes, I know who young is. (laughs) 
And if you try to talk to me about the collective unconscious one more time. All right, number 16, extremely psychotic. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of custies are extremely psychotic. Oh, yeah. Some Almost of the exclusively. Stories. Unless they're like a regular, they, they're like Schrodinger's extremely psychotic. Are they going to flip out on me? I don't know. There was that extremely psychotic uh, customer you told me about who like with the muffin and the like the baked goods like she she was coming in at the end of the day and was like do you can I, do you have oh, any like dale my god doing dales this, this is the this you, is the most psychotic dales yeah not a, <laughs> she had a old brain i just start no but that's like the most psychotic like yeah oh that was that's so that story was like i uh so we our store just went through a remodel and but we were in a temporary like mini pop-up cafe setup in the in the same building space um just like condensed to like a walk-up counter in front of the door basically you walk in and then our like yeah very condensed store but this woman this older woman came in one day it was like before closing and she she asked if we do any day olds with the scones or like with any of the pastries i'm like "Mm, everything gets donated and that was like right before closing and so she leaves because 295 is too much for a scone and um, yeah i heard that and comes back the next day (laughs) the same time to ask me the same question she's finna she's so finna (laughs) and that time she i was like you know maybe i made the mistake of like maybe she'll go away if i just comp her a scone because i don't care didn't Uh, she have her own so i'm getting there okay She, so I'm Sorry. like, I'm like here, just like you know what, stop doing this, <laughs> take this fucking scone, um, and then she says she's grateful, and then she's like, I got this scone down at the Pike Market at Pike's Market. Oh, <laughs> oh Christ! <laughs> like I don't know, like the flavor, like can you taste it? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like no, but she was insistent. And so I, I made the second mistake, which was thinking she'd go away if I tasted it. <laughs> so I, so I, so I, sure. I take a bite and I'm like, oh, it's obviously just a strawberry scone. I, I don't know why, what your trouble was here. I like. She'd never. She'd she like strawberry tasting. She like. offers, she offers like the rest of the baked good and like the other half or whatever. I'm like, okay, yes, I'll take it and with full intent to just compost it after she handed it to me and walked out or got out of the store. I'm just imagining you like taking the bite and being like feeling coerced to like eat it and you like put it in your mouth and you're like, mm, that's literally like, what like, my reaction was like. A was, big like, fake smile. I was like, oh, mm, can you physically describe this person real quickly? Like old woman. I mean, she was in a wheelchair. <laughs> that's uh, not, by herself. No, 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 no. no it wasn't a wheelchair. It was just. Um, it was one of those walkers that has like the like a shelf and then like a lower shelf. Like she had like a walker that had like a basket so she could fit her pastries in. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just hits up all the cafes. It was. <laughs> it was a full setup. You know, you see those walkers that are like a full setup. So that's what she had, and like short hair. Um, I'm imagining her glasses. with glasses. I'm imagining her with like really big glasses. Like they were really kind of eccentric big glasses. They weren't huge frames. I don't even think they were circular. I think they were tr- more traditional. But, but okay, so did did she make you eat the rest of the scone? She well, she gave it to me. So I mean, I took it. Yeah. 
Um, she left, and then I just threw the scone away. Ship it. But it was a. Uh, it made me extremely psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> I just like she's just like yeah no eat it like please like I need to see you like try the scone eat it. <laughs> like, and I so, so like, insistent. I had that thought as I was like it, it was in my hand. I'm like she's gonna make me taste it, and then <laughs> and then it happened. It was the worst. It was so bad. Yeah, where was your backup? With the, where was your higher power? Yeah, wh- they were. Where in, was God? Was God in the mix? <laughs> no, my. My manager was counting a till in the back because it was like right before close. I go back there and I'm like, if you see this woman ever again, just tell her. I'm not going to talk to her anymore. Just tell her that we don't do day olds. Shipping it. Uh, 17 Saturdays. This was just an episode about what we all had planned that coming Saturday. <laughs> oh, I don't think there was a lot going. <laughs> uh, my my Saturdays usually look like um, well, when I'm not like trying to stretch like 170 dollars over two weeks. I go to Goodwill to check out. I hit the VHS shelf. I hit the uh, electronics in the back, and then I hit the mugs. And then maybe I'll hit the sci-fi fiction section. I go to Goodwill like with intent. I'm not like going to Goodwill as like a like a activity. Look at clo- like You're I'm going there a with mission. a mission. Yeah, um, get in, get out. And so you, you know, it's not like when I go to Goodwill to be depressed. <laughs> yeah, it's not <laughs> just like sit there for a while. And, okay, it's, you, it's you, to expand my VHS collection. <laughs> it, yeah, it, which is expansive um, to say the least. And so then I'll so I usually what I'll do is I'll walk up, I go to Cafe Bambino, um, get a coffee, get some coffee because <laughs> you fuck. don't you don't fuck with Slate, <laughs> fuck Slate. Yeah. Also, no. Ballard Slate's been closed since the walkout. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. For the entire summer. That's why it was closed. They tried yeah. to um, they tried to smoke cleanse it, but it didn't work, and there's still <laughs> too much. Sorry, Sorry, that was extremely psychotic. Can we just back up for one second? Where um, Mir and I walked by a couple days after, like there was the whole walkout. And it was the week, like, same weekend. Yeah, right? it was like had to be the day, day after. after the day after that, and um, we saw a. Um, middle-aged looking woman i think it was the mom and the brother like maybe mom and the son. but she was um this this person was to me looked white so i would say that like she was you know smoke cleansing like doing <laughs> well, the, like well, unquote quote, smudging right like doing that uh, out of the store with like you know the like the, the oh, you were joking cedar. no 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 absolutely we, we not saw her. the ballard slate is the shit of legend. <laughs> yeah, they were smoke cleansing it, but you know what? I've still never seen any souls I back saw, in there. So I saw like some, I saw some act, like activity in there the other day, but I didn't like walk closer to see it. It was just as I was crossing the street. But, but that was extremely psychotic. Th- uh, that's the definition of psychotic. Yeah, so psychotic. But Sorry, they haven't, yeah. Yeah, they haven't been open the whole summer. Yeah. So anyway, I get my cup at Bambino. Cafe Bambino, go to Goodwill, then I walk back down, like kind of make a loop. Come back home and... Sometimes you go to Pink Gorilla. I'll go to Pink Gorilla. That's another destination in the U District. Picked up a good... Uh, someone just did a huge trade of their whole old Nintendo Power collection with like issues dating back to like the early 90s and like late 80s. And I found one on Virtual Boy that I had to pick up because the cover was too good. But yeah, so I, I make like 
my thrift store like destinations, mm-hmm. secondhand store trips on Saturdays, and then mm-hmm. just hang out at home the rest of the day. My um, usually more times than not, my Saturdays are kind of fucked off because I go to school on the weekends. So and that and I'm like an all day thing. Like sometimes I'm like from eight to five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's brutal. That's a Saturday. brutal deal. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's me a lot. And yeah. then pretending that I'm like, yeah, I can totally do something Saturday night that's fun and maybe social. Yeah, I'm. So, I can totally make that happen. Maybe that's is that like some homey brain science right yeah. there oh, yeah. yeah right there you so. bet um <laughs> uh 18 hell yeah hell yeah hell yeah the infamous the hell yeah oh my god no that is i'm so about the hell yeah i say it all the time way too much i'll say i had i'll say i'll say it i don't do it super often but it's slipped out where customer orders like a drink that i like like a blonde ristretto shot latte and i'm like hell yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'll get that for you <laughs> but um i usually don't catch it like it's mm. it'll like slip out but uh yeah that was the one we shared with a friend who who described the pod as uh should be annoying but it's just funny yeah it's actually really good listening to the hell yeah episode yeah i say hell yeah all the time way too much um and sometimes when i'm like sitting with clients in my head i'm thinking like hell yeah like they told me about some some progress that they're making or some good thing that they did and i'm just like hell yeah but i don't say it out loud what what (laughs) what was happening with that (laughs) it just turned into this thing it's just like everything else which was just in the midst of like sitting around the table at one point the homies just started saying hell yeah as a point of emphasis it it just it's it was catching on and it just caught fire and and it was yeah it was uh, you would append it to you would emphasize it on someone else's statement although the statement sometimes didn't warrant it so it would just be like a way to just show out and be somebody Um, (laughs) and then it just became a thing where it was like we're just gonna say it after every sentence (laughs) hell yeah and the whole the whole thing with like this should be annoying but it's not is also what I think (laughs) like like, I'm living it and I feel that (laughs) I'm like how can anyone listen to this enjoy it and maddeningly and despite every uh piece of judgment that i have people seem to love it so mm-hmm. it's fun i mean bros still have a place in this world i guess <laughs> it's fun to listen to uh, yeah. number 19 bad influence this is a james spader uh rob Lowe movie from 1990 Ooh, i love james spader but i have not seen this movie yeah i'm gonna I'm sorry highly recommend it okay. all right highly we will take the wreck what, what do you like about spader I don't know. He's got like kind of weird charisma. He's really good at playing it fucked off. Oh yeah. Um and so is it um is it Pretty in Pink or 16 Candles? It's, pr- it's Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Pretty in Pink or young he's the James rich Spader. Kid. Yeah, and he's so fucked off in that movie, but he's got the most beautiful hair. Um and I don't know. It's just that and then You even like Secretary James Spader though. Yeah, that was I mean that was a formative movie. I think I saw that too young and it might have scarred me in some ways. Not like scarred me as in traumatized, but just like stuck in my brain a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. James Spader Stargate the movie. <laughs> He's in that. It's I don't know he why. Is. I just I, I I it's James Bader. He just he's got this like awkward charm to him, but he's also just like really good at playing it fucked off. And 
I don't, I don't know if I have a better explanation. What if it that. was? What if? How different would Pretty Woman be any different if if it was James Spader instead of Richard? G? Yeah, that would be way better, way gayer, <laughs> way better, maybe. way better, way gayer. Like that would be way better. Hell yeah! Um, number twenty, Mister Losing It. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my goodness. Um, looking at you. Uh, what is I'm losing the... it. I've been losing it this whole episode. <laughs> okay, but I have a question of clarification, which is like, what would you say is kind of the difference between being fucked off and then like someone who is fucked off and Mr. Losing It? Um, there's plenty of overlap, but Mr. Mr. Losing It is like involves a lot of scrambling to keep it together completely ineffective, ineffectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and being fucked off can be like so, so many different things, but just, you know, just you, you don't got it. Gotcha. Sorry, kid, you don't got it. <laughs> You're fucked off, but uh, no, Mister Mister losing it is like, yeah, being in the car and fucking punching the steering wheel and screaming and shit. It's just like you gotta be, you gotta be up at ten or eleven as you're Mister losing it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I feel like you come home and you're uh, like Miss losing it a lot when you come home from work. Like yeah, when, yeah. when you first come home, is it like, a gendered term or is it? Oh yeah. I mean, this is no, no, no definitely Sorry. not. No, I didn't think so. None of these. Sorry, are gendered. that was just like no. that was just my automatic brain switch. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're a Mister losing it sometimes when you first come home from work, and I'm like, all right, you need it like just takes it out of you. Yeah, you need like five ten minutes. I won't talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. I'll get to work sometimes, and I'll I can tell that things haven't been running smoothly, or like it's just everyone else is losing it. And you, I could be like fine on the bus there, and then I you walk in the door, and you're just you're dying. <laughs> it all comes apart for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's all a uh, yeah. All right, uh, twenty one is the one I did in Tokyo. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say I when I binge the pod, um, I've got a gap here between listening to Mister Losing It and then next I went from Beautiful. Oh, and like on from there. No, I, th- I yeah, but we can keep we can still we can still yeah yeah it, 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 quick it. Re- quick recaps. The- I listened to the one in in Tokyo. Is that the one you talked about Sentos a lot? Yes, yeah. Yes. I, I lived in, well, I didn't live in Tokyo. I went to school in Tokyo and then I lived like near Yokohama for a while, for like a year. Um, so that was like nostalgia for me listening to that. So yeah, you're all tied in. You I know was, exactly what's going on. It was it was accurate. I appreciated it. I was very jealous of listen, hearing about your friend who like works and lives at a Sento or something. Like, I don't know what her No, she is. just has this fucking bananas apartment. Yeah, that, like, her, her apartment sounded so great. The, yeah, she has this huge deck and her bathroom is this like built on the edge of the deck and it's all wood and it's got a huge tub and it's a basically like mini sento oh okay yeah no i'm real jealous of that <laughs> it's <laughs> unbelievable it's fucking unbelievable number 22 was being a good boy <laughs> <laughs> be a good boy hey be a good boy uh it, this was about new year's and just like what are we going to do in the new year's to be good boys okay being resolutions I got yeah. that. so i don't know have you have you all been good so far this year based on your projections? Ooh, um, I trying, I'm really trying. I'm <laughs> I don't dying know that a I lot, set but I'm trying. The expectation for myself at the start of the year. I feel like expectations were set for me, and I'm really trying to match them. <laughs> who di- who did that? Who dare? Life, society. Oh, society. We live in a society and it did it to me. <laughs> it undid me. <laughs> society said, be good. So, yeah, society said, be good. Be good, student. Be good at your practicum. I think you're doing that to yourself. Well, I mean, this is what I signed <laughs> up for. And then apparently there's stipulations that come with it. 
<laughs> Apparently, you can't make a fucking choice these days without somehow societizing yourself. Yeah. So I don't know. God. I feel like I'm yeah doing doing pretty good. I think you've been being a good you've been good this year with your <laughs> streaming and other stuff and yeah. thank you. Yeah, you've been good. Thank I'm you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you so much. I love you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Uh, number 23 is Mr. Losing It Part 2. What? Uh, <laughs> it was so important. We needed to bring it back. We were really losing it. The big thing in this one is that we can't, We kind of solidified, we kind of came up with on the spot and solidified the uh, phrase, he's with me. Oh, yes. So he's with me and also she's listening. Yes. That's okay. Thing, so. Yes. I really, really, really felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> so he's listening. He's he, he's with me. And he's she- screaming in my ear. He's driving me to 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 lose it and mm-hmm. then she's listening to me lose it she hears that i'm losing it she's she's leaving mm-hmm. she's gone now <laughs> no that is like every existential crisis that i have on the weekly no like when i when i was talking about earlier about how i'm not good at rest and downtime like a lot of times i'll feel i'll feel guilty and if i'm not like keeping myself all busy and occupied suddenly like he's with me (laughs) and like suddenly i'm hearing it and like suddenly he's just like you you know it's like you're it's not enough it's not enough you like you piece of shit what are you doing you gotta keep going and da 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 and then of course that i get real fucked off about it i'm like i'm mr losing it he's with me and then in my mind i'm like especially like someone like mira who like lives with me i'm like oh no she She's she's gonna hear this. Oh! Like, she's gonna hear this, and she's she is gonna, listening. Like, she's listening. She's listening, and she's gonna not appreciate this. And she's going to leave. She's she's listening. So yeah, in that sense, I'm like, oh my friends, all the people who love me. Like she's listening, and it's they're gonna leave. So this is like every existential crisis I have. Yeah. That's the as good an explanation as has ever existed. I know, this that's, whole thing. That's why I listened to that episode, and I was like, oof, like the biggest mood. <laughs> Are you listening? I am. Oh, I am. <laughs> She's listening. She's a really good listener. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, Mira, the two episodes that you really missed that you're going to want to think about checking out is this next one, number 24, The Lights Out Lifestyle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, this is just me and Seb. Uh, yeah, we were sitting in the dark essentially. <laughs> we were talking about how awesome it is to turn out all the lights uh-huh. and just live your light life it's lights out. It's a very sensual experience. Okay. It's very sensual. It's very meditative. You, you're you're take you take a shower with the light off. You know that type of shit. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. Oh, so you you participate in the lifestyle. Yeah. I, she d- yeah, I do definitely. Yeah, she does. And so, what's that like for you? What's it like? <laughs> You heard me. Um, <laughs> what's, it, what's it like to disassociate in the shower? <laughs> I So I bought, um, when I moved in with Clara, I moved into a bedroom that has this really long, not tall, it's like not a tall window, it's just very long. Um, and so I had to go, my mission was to get curtains for it. And I bought these blackout curtains. <laughs> that lights are, out curtains? These lights out curtains that are white facing out. Um, and then black on the inside, so they're, like, reflective. But that wasn't enough because when you hang up the curtains, there's, like, a gap, and then the sun, the light's going to come through. Velcro, baby. So you had to buy, I had to buy Velcro strips to Velcro the edge of the curtains (laughs) to the wall. That's how much I participate. That's the most lights out shit I've ever heard. (laughs) Yo, 
Like if she's sleeping in, you know, like it's lights out, like <laughs> like nighttime at noon. Like it's lights out, dark in there. If you, you, it doesn't matter if it's the daytime, like it's the nightosphere in there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna turn the lights out. Yeah, yeah, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> ship it. I'm I'm really about the the candle lit mm. shower. I, I mean, and I think the candlelight is only just to make sure that I don't like fall down and hurt myself in there. But like, yeah, I love the the, the candlelight dim. showers are good. Yeah, candlelight so. is a lights out deal in obviously in moderation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is uh, doing a wind up. Doing a wind up. So these are phrases that include things like "picture this" <laughs> or "follow me now" mm-hmm. or "imagine if you will" or uh, "do you want to guess?" Yeah, uh, mm. a preamble. Uh, a um, uh, the words escaping me, but just a big blown out preamble. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Are you pulling those? Are you hitting are you people listening? with wind ups? Um, <laughs> gosh, do I do that? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I just launch into a story. Yeah, no, that's more your style. <laughs> you will launch into the story and then you must finish that story. You're just that's like true. you you have to finish the story. Um but there's not a lot of preamble. There's not a lot of prologue going on. So. You don't you're not being like and then she handed me the scone and guess what happened next? And guess what happened next? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I think that's more my style. I'm much more of about the wind up. Oh yeah, and then you'll actually like be asking the question. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and that is what it's. And like. then guess. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not fun if you don't guess. <laughs> um, but I think yeah, like I definitely have some. Uh, I have like uh, one friend I'm thinking of in particular. We're just like all over the place. It's like a. a, a it's it's both tangents everywhere winding road coming back around and like it's like a pinball machine of wind-ups where it's like and now we're over here and now we're over there and we always like get to where ultimately we were trying to go but it's like a dance of wind-ups of like and then then you'll yeah like i'm thinking of like iris and me like when she and i get together oh you're it's back and forth wind-ups it's yeah it's like a tennis match. It's like Serena and Venus, like Williams. Like Hell yeah. Back <laughs> and forth with it. So, but. A wind up volley. But she's my bestie and I love her. So that's. Yeah. That we just have a lot of practice with that. You all get together and you get wound up. Yeah, we do. Uh, then there's the episode where it's just my letter. It's me talking about movies. <laughs> <laughs> that episode I had to do just by myself because I couldn't get any homies on the pod. Yeah, I don't think I listened to that one. Sorry. It could be the most skippable of all of them. Okay. Do you know what Letterboxd is? It's like a... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just me talking about it. (laughs) Not a whole lot lot to report there, but if you... you Do you currently update it? Yes. Yeah? If you want me to to talk about how great some things are and how bad some things are. 26 is your thing. All right. And we're back. 27 with beautiful, period. Beautiful. Overcase B. (laughs) Beautiful. That was a good one. That was fun. Uh, it was, yeah, it was really good. It was beautiful. How many beautiful, are you, do you have any beautiful moments coming up this fall with the leaves falling down and the like scrump? I, kind I of? feel like I'm just like, I feel like fall is beautiful. Like I am one of those people who just loves fall. So to me, I just like walk outside. And I'm like, Ooh, the air is crisp. I get to wear a sweater. This is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I think fall has the, the biggest beautiful vibes to me. Fall's yeah. kind of Pinterest. It's like a... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Pinterest season. I mean, I just had a bunch of, like, big, 
be beautiful period experiences because like like a weekend or two ago i went to like leavenworth up in the mountains and i just like got to sit on giant boulders and stare at rivers and just be like beautiful (laughs) (laughs) sitting on a boulder for a very long time staring at a river having a meditative experience i know have you ever seen a picture of a tip and been like, not not like, oh, they're very attractive, but just like, beautiful. Yeah. Like heart yeah. eyes emoji all the time. Heart eyes emoji is too far. Mm. Beautiful is like sentimental. Ooh. Hmm. Like devastatingly beautiful. Mm. Mm. I feel like <laughs> I feel like anytime Mira posts something on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. I'm sorry. It's just like I just okay. feel like that though. I just feel like that though. I'm being honest. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Uh 28. I'm all in. Mm. Okay. I'm all in. Film <laughs> me um oh, all in or run away. Yeah, this is the one where it's just like you just do something stupid, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just go, I'm you just all in. Yeah. I feel like you have a lot of all-in moments. Okay. (laughs) I had an all-in moment putting myself on blast this weekend where Friday night, (laughs) for no reason other than I was all-in, I was up all night. (laughs) And Clara just comes in and she's like, did you sleep? Yeah, no, I wake up and I had a beautiful full night of sleep and I like wake up and I like see that it's she's up but like er, way earlier than I would normally expect to see her up because I usually get up um, earlier than she does and stuff and I was like oh my god like what are you doing up so early and then it instantly hits me and I'm like did you sleep did you sleep and the answer was no she did not she did not sleep at all I was all in on the Batman game and I also caught you (laughs) like when I did that I was like wait what are you doing up so early you're in the middle of like prepping some cup oh yeah (laughs) I was doing a pour over after being up all night. I was like, time for some cup. (laughs) If I'm, if I'm committed to not sleeping just this entire day, I have to make some cup right now. Yeah. You were all in about it. When Uh, did you know you were all in? Like uh, midnight? Were you like, yep, here we go. I'm in. It was maybe like, well, like on a weekend, I still stay up pretty late, but maybe, maybe it was like two or something. I was nice. Like, yeah. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. You really don't want to stay up any later than that unless you're really all in. Unless, yeah. And you're doing that, that homie brain science of if I go to sleep now and I have to wake up at this time, that's a whole two hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that is some amount of sleep. <laughs> I will oh be asleep God. for a period of time. It's better to just close your eyes and lay there for... I mean, yeah, you got, there's like that app I started experimenting with where it like measures like sleep cycles and it tells you like, oh, if you go to sleep now these are the times that would be best for you to wake up because it'll be like, okay, you'll have done two sleep cycles or three or four or five and stuff. So they like, sometimes they give you that like two sleep cycle or one sleep cycle option. And you're like, well, I guess 90 minutes is better than nothing or something, right? Like it's, you could, you could do, you're making it scientific to the other extreme and be like a, like just like a power nap person. Ooh. Yeah. Where they like calculate that, but in order to like be up all day, day and mm-hmm. all night yeah they yeah. time like 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 silicone bros in the, like different parts of the day it's the most fucked off thing I've i feel ever. like that's, yeah i feel like that's <laughs> something like extremely fucked yeah. off i feel like that's like google like silicone bros do that kind of thing to like min max their whole lives but um, um i'll go all in on some cup sometimes when i i mean it happens usually just when you're at work and it's in front of you when a quad becomes a sixer <laughs> yeah whoopsie God. daisy i'm all in <laughs> i feel like um I don't drink that much 
uh, that often, but I'll have those times where I'm like, okay, tonight I'm all in, like <laughs> I'm all in because I, 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 with my metabolism and just like for whatever reason about me, it's really difficult to like catch a buzz or to even just like enjoy it. So I'm like, I don't know. Usually drinking is like, I don't know. I don't, it's not really big deal. I don't enjoy it that much. Um, but then there's those nights where I'm like, oh, right, I'm all in and we're doing this. And, and it, yeah, I mean, to get that buzz, you have to yeah, go all in. On. I have to go all in. So that's why, like, it doesn't happen that often. But when it does, it's like, I'm all in. And this is like, you know, all night sort of situation. So it's a very go home, like, go hard or go home. Uh, number 29, fam vibes. Ooh, I have a lot of fam vibes in my life. <laughs> if it, yeah, I mean, fam vibes are like, is that when like people are not, I don't know, like, wait, wait, maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm not. It's, it's when you, it's when you instantaneously become mega crunchy uh, with people that you're really close to because you've just hit a nerve and it just comes and it goes and it's just a family vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I did that actually just the other day at work. My coworker who's like, I call my work wife. She like Hamilton, like she, she said, just like was talking and then a sentence ended, it like matched up with a lyric from Hamilton. And so then I was like, oh, the movie about a slave owner or the, 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 the musical about a slave owner. <laughs> and I just, I kind of prodded like a little too much on it. Um, and she's like a theater person. Mm. Uh, so it was a big, <laughs> a big fan vibe. Oh my God. Yeah. Or she, it ended with being like that, like mad silence that you knew that you like pushed too much. Yeah, that's a fan vibe. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Um, when I said earlier, it's that, a recent one for me. When I said earlier that like I got lots of fan vibes in my life, it's because like shout out to my two brothers. Where the, the thing is, I'm an only child and I don't have any siblings, but I have two like adopted brothers, um, and we love each other very much and like been through a lot got each other's back but we have fan vibes all the time and i think i think mirror like sees this like me yeah i mean me and james me and sev like we're there for each other but like yeah me and james we have fan vibes all the time like just pushing each other's buttons and taking it too far and just like you know him telling me like fuck your feelings (laughs) and i'm like yeah you're you may be right sir but (laughs) 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 however um Yet the feelings still be, you know, but it do. So I, uh, and how does in my life tie into fan vibes? Cause they make you want to end yeah, your life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. the ultimate vibe is mom and dad are fighting. It's like, please end my, <laughs> end my life. life. And what they're fighting about is like some bullshit, but the way they're fighting is like terrifying. So yeah. it's just like, God, what a vibe. Mm-hmm. What a fan vibe. Yep. Or it's like me living with five, you know, three of my best friends for like damn near five years. It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good amount of time. A lot of gratitude, a lot of little beauties sure. sprinkled around, <laughs> but uh, the little beauties are also occasionally interrupted by the worst fam vibe. <laughs> Uh, number 30 is the full Austin. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. I love that. <laughs> I loved that shit. The prosperity of that. Um, I don't know. I really sensed a shift in my life <laughs> after that. And I feel like my life was way more wet after listening to Austin the gospel. made you wet. Yeah. I, ooh, I don't know about that, but like, yeah, Come on. pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just like had a lot of prosperity in my life <laughs> after listening to the gospel. That was that episode. It's cause you're seeking. Yeah, I'm constantly seeking. I'm never satisfied. (laughs) 
That episode killed me. <laughs> yeah. I was not ready when I when I started that episode um, for the experience. It's one of the better ones, uh, and it is one of the most inspiring, perhaps the most inspiring. The wet man, the prophet, like, how do you feel like he relates to the Marianne mindset? Like, do you feel like they're on the same vibe, or... No, I mean he's on a much more psychotic vibe. Yeah, <laughs> um, his vibe his vibe is is very troubling, but he's also just like such. It's it's mostly that he's just such a performer that it's just like he's he's uh, flawless. He's simply flawless. <laughs> he brings he brings a light uh, and a purity that cannot be there. There you cannot taint it, mm. uh, and you cannot even shut it out. Truly, he, the light reaches you, and he is your, flawless <laughs> and flossing all the time. He is. He's yeah. He's fitted and gleaming like sweating, sweating. like shiny man. Uh, Marianne is. It's more of an inner light. There's less of a ostentatious uh, outer outer appearance and more of a aura. An aura, yeah. What what color is her aura? Is it amber? Is <laughs> okay. I don't know. We can leave it in amber, yeah. Um, and wait, I was what I was lavender. Lavender. Oh yeah, there's some periwinkle lavender going on. I definitely think that Marianne probably has her chakras in order but i don't think that joel does i don't think so he doesn't need them he doesn't need them he doesn't need chakras he doesn't need a corporeal form and thus it does his energy meridians don't matter as much no his the meridians in his bank account are all all taken care of do you think he's just the physical manifestation of his own money Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. That's why he exists on this earth <laughs> is to put the love of the seeking and abundance into others directly, directly and get rid of the lack and the desperation and the bad times and the dry places. It almost sounds like he's a money golem. <laughs> he's 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 a force of nature sent to us. I got I got a coworker in on like <laughs> seeking wetness and avoiding the dry place. Oh, the dry place. Uh, and he even he even referenced it like the other week. He's like, I I'm not wet enough for this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not in the I'm in the dry place. Uh, but yeah, what your friend needs to do is take his cup and 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 depart for greener pastures. Mm. Uh, Thirty one is right the right around the first of the two right arounds. Yeah, we just got in the car and drove to Edmonds. <laughs> yeah. Talked a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. Clearly, the, like, the audience base is like friends, but like even like just being on the outside of the ride around, I still had like the picture in my head of like, because you were describing where you're driving and like what you're like driving by. So I, I had the visualization of the ride around. It was great. Beautiful. Number 32, end my life. <laughs> you were just talking about the screenshot. <laughs> Yeah. Nate sent the tip. That was a story I'll never forget. <laughs> and, you know, just a warning for all of us, especially those who tip. You got to really be careful about it. Yeah, in a psychotic moment when you screenshot something a tip sent you and then you want to send it. God, what if you sent it to another tip? <laughs> yeah, that would be awful. That would be really, like, maybe the worst. <laughs> um, okay, but is it worse than... And I'm speaking from a story I heard, which was... Which was not you at all. No, it totally was not me. But a story of a person noticing and finding out that this... So um, how do I say this? So you got the tip. 
So the tip finds out that the person who's tipping on them notices that in their phone, they have a bunch of screenshots of the conversations, of their text conversations. They notice in the photos, there's right. a bunch of like screenshots of it. And if you were in that situation and you were like, oh my gosh, this person's tipping on me. I can kind of sense that. And they have a bunch of screenshots of our text conversations. I don't know. Would, would that be an end my life? <laughs> like this is an extremely specific. Mm-hmm. It's a story because it's a story that I was told. I mean, someone. yeah, that's a fucking end. Well, it's kind of an end my life. Wait, so you're the tip and you're discovering this and you're like, end my well, life. I guess I'm telling the story from that perspective because my friend was the tip who f- saw this yeah. and not the person who had done the screenshotting. So I don't have their version of the story, but like, I feel like all around that's an end my life situation. Yeah, it's pretty awkward. I mean, I think number one and probably the only number that needs to be mentioned is that the person who gives the phone to the tip to just flip through the photos. Oh, God. God of death and <laughs> good fucking bye. And Maybe like, they you don't give the tip the phone. You never <laughs> you give the tip don't. the phone. Like, I just don't get it. You're right. That was probably the biggest mistake there. But gosh, end my life, fam. It's a feeling every day at work. It's just end my life. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's I feel like I get the, sorry. I mean, <laughs> in the, my life, the Mac store was just, Oh, that was truly in my life. Yeah. I've had friends, like the boys used to come in when we were all first really starting to become friends, used to come in and, uh, multi- several of them have described it. There was a dark energy in that place. <laughs> and I was like, yes, there was, yeah. there was, was it a dry dark- place. It was, it was the driest of places. And oh, I worked there yeah. for way too long for like, 11 bucks an hour <laughs> yeah it <laughs> like, was ridiculous it was so fucked off gosh um i feel like my my like and my life fam uh, moments are often more of like existential like big picture stuff where i'm like hey the world's ending anyways and my life fam like i don't need to go to like there's like all sorts of stuff I'm like Psh, why would i go to the doctor i'm not gonna be like the world's not gonna be around why would i try to pay Oof. my student loans or like why would i try to do like what like trying to save money to buy a house are you kidding me like there's a lot of end my life fam energy in in that sometimes where i'm just like what what kind of future are you talking to <laughs> you talking about so i mean and my you know that's it's a descriptive in my life mm-hmm. it's not even like a yeah please kill me it's i think just I, like yeah a, oh in my life yeah so i think i had a i think i had a, like a moment like that recently where and it was like i was i think it was like a, in a convo in my mind i didn't say this to my mom but i was having a convo with my mom and she was doing the very loving supportive mom thing of being like well but you need to think about the future stuff and like you should really consider about this and that and like this planning or this saving or this preparation and in my head i was like having an in my life fam moment where i was like mom what are you talking about <laughs> like what kind of future and stuff so there's there's you know there's that i, f- I felt that way at um when I went in for my like interview at the DSHS for benefits, Oof, yeah, and I was denied like SNAP EBT benefits because my gross monthly income is too high. And she told me the same thing the Medicaid person, Medicare person, told me, which was like when I lost my Medicare, was um, well, if your financial situation changes or you work less hours, come back and see about another interview. I'm like telling me to starve myself on less money to come qualify for benefits and my life. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. End it. End it, fam. 
number 33, energy. Oof. There's been a shift of energy in the universe. Yeah, there has been a shift. That's when you talked about like energy vampires and... That was definitely a good chunk of that conversation, yeah. yeah. And then different colors of energy and like the kind of energy people can come at you with. Yeah, that was the one where we told the story about David. <laughs> the came sunglasses. into the house normally dressed, but had huge sunglasses on. <laughs> and he just terrorized the household. And Brit especially. He made Brit feel like she was going to die. Yeah. Oh I feel like we try to do a lot of energy balancing. We try to do a lot of like chill vibes. Um, especially for myself. Like I do not always have chill vibes. I can just be like go, 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 go. And go. I just radiate the chill energy. I know. So I try to you. Exactly. So we try to like do some energy um exchange. Yeah, I guess some exchange or like mediation. Mm. There's like some energy mediation. Because I think like sometimes I help hype you up when you need it. Um when you need that boost. I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. <laughs> See? She just she got the chill vibes. Um so, but yeah, energy. And I definitely, the energy vampires, that, that is a That's real a thing. That is a, a real, real thing. thing. Um, and luckily I have learned a lot of um, techniques to how to protect myself from the energy vampires. Cause it's literally part of my job. <laughs> sure, sure, <laughs> it's yeah, literally yeah. like, you can't have my job if you're going to, um, if you can't deal with that, because you're going to have energy vampires coming in wanting help and wanting your energy and they'll be all about it. And so you need to like hmm. learn how to like, it sometimes feels like, what is that? Like, is that, is, is it Aikido where you take like your opponent's yeah. energy and you like redirect it around. And so like, that's sometimes what it feels like where they're coming at you. It's <laughs> like, I'm going to redirect back uh, all over the place. So, and they're really coming at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, so what's a, what's an energy Aikido move that you've pulled on somebody not at work. That was a skill you picked up at work just in the wild. Mm. Give them the chop. <laughs> mm, um, I mean, the really cliche is answering a question with another question Hell to yeah. redirect it back. Hell yeah. Power um, move. <laughs> there's also, uh, like this one, if you use this one correctly, it is so powerful. And it is listening to what someone says and then picking the most like significant or like energy wise powerful word of what they said and then just kind of repeating it back to them and then like it'll just launch them into some further like space like it's really hard to explain but it's like they're trying to come at you but then you actually launch them into space <laughs> <laughs> It's like power moves only good fucking by <laughs> to the energy vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So like someone's just like talking to you and I guess I it's like it's hard to explain. It's more of like something I'd have to like maybe demo or try to think of it. I, th- I think you explained it you perfectly. It. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you find that word and that that word will launch them into space if you just like put put it back to them. Let's all look for the word this week and see if we can't just say it a couple times. <laughs> yeah, I believe in all of y'all. Uh, number 34, guys who get it. Guys Ooh. who get it. <laughs> it feels good to be a guy who gets it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's this a good is, feeling. This is one of those episodes where Mir and I listened to, listened to it together. And then we had a very long conversation afterwards about like, who are, like, who do we know is a guy who gets it? And so many. There was a surprising them. amount. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> tell me about them. Tell me about all of them. Oh, I love to hear about man. other guys who get it. <laughs> Ooh, I mean... Who gets it the most? 
I feel like there's some woke bros. Like there's some like men, like male feminists um, that we know who like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is a guy that gets it. Like he's trying, he's, he's really wrap, trying to wrap his noodle around. <laughs> mm-hmm. What does Can it- you describe? A specific guy who gets it? Um, a guy who gets it of like really going out of his way to explain all the work he's done to get to being a uh, guy who gets it. He's got to like really like show the receipts and convince you about his bona fides. It's a lot of work, but the work's very rewarding. Also, I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and it's like, it's rewarding work, but if you feel the need to really, really like lay out like, <laughs> oh no, but like this is everything. I read all these books. I did this. I did that. Like all these things. And being like, you know what? Like the results should speak for themselves. God, yeah. He, well, it. he gets it. <laughs> yeah, he's he gets it, and he's gonna give it to you. Like he's he's gonna <laughs> he's like gonna make make sure you know that he gets it. Yeah, because what's the point of getting it if people don't know that you get it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean um, it's it's so awesome when people know. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm like especially <laughs> thinking about someone in particular that we know who yeah is really of trying to be like i need to i need to show you how much i get it what how what toxicity level is their masculinity it's actually like at one of those like lower levels but it's like so persist like it's so persistent that it's like a slow creep you know mm. um it's kind of like when we watched that episode of forensic files and the dude was like putting small amounts of arsenic into his wife's food instead of just one <laughs> big amount that killed her all at once. Cause like, he's like, well, they won't be able to detect it. Cause it's like slow. Cause poison. I'm a guy who gets it. Yeah. He's a guy who gets it. So if you're talking about like toxic masculinity or toxicness, like it's not high, it's just like consistently in the same ways or it's, you know, performative to an extent where it's like he gets it until it's kind of inconvenient for him to get it. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Until it's like too close to home, too real. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't, if you're a guy who gets it, you shouldn't have to deal with that part. (laughs) You should just get to pretty much say or do whatever you want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. End my fucking life with the guys who get it thing. Mm -hmm. Because the guys who get it that come at other guys being Mm. like, hey man, we need to talk. (laughs) Can you tell me about that? Uh, It's just, it's exactly how you think it is. And and the thing is, you're looking at these people, and you know that they're they're on Reddit, s- some hate form. You know, you know, you know they go online and rage out, and then come. And what they do is then they come out and they have like that hot fire guy who gets an energy, and they're mad about having to get it, and so they come to you and try to hand it to you like a fucking gun to your head. They're just like, look, you need, I need to talk to you. We need to talk about how consent works and we need to talk about this thing you said earlier today that I think maybe was a little problematic that was just, you know, it's, it's troubling. There's a big difference between that type of shit and when people are actually discussing how to really grow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that almost reminds me a bit of like the kind of cancel culture to an extent of like, we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to cancel it. There's a lot of different ways to be performative, but when you're a guy like me, it's all figured out. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah. Um, 35, Kismet. Kismet. I feel this like... This is another one we shared with our friend. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it's Kismet that we found this podcast. In a way, because I mean like... I mean, I think it, 
bring it all the way back, me and AO working at the same store at the same time. Yeah. And then... That is kismet. And then being Twitter mutuals and maybe like, I don't know how much y'all like stayed in touch since then, but it's been, you know, years. And then like, you just hear that your Seven old co Seven years since I got a job there, yeah. Yeah. And then you hear Sorry. that your old co-worker <laughs> is like, oh yeah, I'm doing a pod. And then you actually go find that pod and then you listen to it and you're like, oh wait, this should be annoying, it but it's actually together. really good. It all comes together. And now here we are. It was written in the stars. It's very kismet. <laughs> <laughs> I do look reflect on that job which was so fucking brutal but everyone almost everyone who worked there 90% of the people who worked there were really cool right <laughs> and I feel really happy to like be still be in touch with like the people that I'm still in touch with so yeah it's kismet for sure it was a great group it was um, homies only for a while there commiserating over the, the how shitty it was and now we're all growing mm-hmm. and continuing seeking and we're gonna see what the 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 path in the stars has for us next uh 36 is questing um this is the one me me and augusta did and it was just about questing is just about trying to sleep with a guy (laughs) (laughs) oh okay basically but it's like it's kind of like um uh being like a horny teenager Mm, okay trying to get guys to notice you yeah Mm -hmm. um and then we talked about a whole bunch of other shit but uh uh, that was also the one where we talked about uh, hot or not, and it's just where you rapid fire bring up topics, and the other person says whether they're hot or not. Okay. Are we going to play a quick round? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, who's... who's you, you start. All right. Here, I'll start. Yeah, Jeffrey thanks. Dahmer. Not. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Not. Eileen Warnos. Hot. hot. There we go. <laughs> uh, all of the other serial killers in the world combined. Not. Oh. Mm, ooh, you combine them all together? All together. All together? I don't know. There's some hot ones mixed in there. It's Sounds true. Of the lambs. I mean, no. I don't know. I mean, but if it's Hannibal, like if it's Mad Mickelson. It's a hot or not. Yeah. It's a, it's a no. hot or a not. Okay, hot, hot. I'm okay. hot for it. There's a lot. <laughs> I like true crime. Hot for it. There's, there's too much. I like the true crime too much. Ship it. Uh, 70s? Not. A disco. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> there's like disco and oil crisis and Watergate and a lot of fucked up shit and... Yeah, where were you in the 70s that you didn't see all this fucked up yeah. shit? Okay, uh, see, those of us who remember. <laughs> the 20s? Hot. Hot. The 10s? Not. not there was hot. mostly World War One, and that was uh, brutal. Not a, not a hot moment. Yeah, yeah if you've listened... Um, the mid-aughts? Hotter than hot. Wait, okay. Is Burning that like, up. Is that like 2000 to 2010? Yes. Okay. That was the best Ooh. part of my life, probably. <laughs> hot. Yeah, I remember... I mean, I was not hot, but it was hot. It was hot. Climate change. Unfortunately, hot. <laughs> yeah, very hot. Hotter than is conceivable. Well, you can see how the game works. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm really bad at thinking up topics, so It's all good. 37, in the mix. Oh. Oof. This is one of the, one of, so of all the dry things that AB has ever said on the pod, and there are just <laughs> dozens and dozens and maybe hundreds of them. <laughs> The one that always sticks out in my mind is from this episode where he's just like, guys, how in the mix are we right now? <laughs> <laughs> just like, God damn it, AB. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we kind of being in the mix, though. <laughs> we kind of being in the mix. We're really in the mix. Yeah, we're in the swirl. It's true, yeah. There's a mix and there's a swirl, and one is fun and one is kind of a nightmare, but what's the last mix you were in? 
I mean, mixes are generally negative or are they generally positive? No, mixes are... T- if you're in the mix, you're like cutting it up. You're okay. shipping it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought because like swirls are the like more negative downward. It's true. It's spirals. exactly right. Okay. There's been some days at my internship recently where I was like in the mix and I was like really killing it and doing like a good job and just being like oh yeah like this is why i put up with all the other bullshit like i was like all right this is why i go to school and this is why i put up with like dumb professors and bureaucracy like bureaucratic bullshit and why i'm paying all this money and like making all this like sacrifices i'm like this is why because then i get in the mix and i'm like hell yeah that's exactly right that's how it is when you get mixed up trying to think of the last mix i was in i felt pretty in the mix like going out on the town in dc so we started at the gay bar called the league of her own and then my friend was like well i'm gonna meet these people and this is like childhood friend that i hadn't seen in a long time they were gonna go meet up at this other bar you want to join us it's called the green room it was like this mediterranean bar but it was like a cocktail bar so that's a mix (laughs) (laughs) it was it was like those like big you know those big old-fashioned glasses like huge circumference and the cocktail was like a full thing and i had already had a couple beers and then we she her ultimate goal for the night was this cuban dancing night at this other bar just right up the street and being there like with her and like two people i just met felt very in the mix uh 38 was the second ride around that was the one where ab crashed his car in the median and then while like, you were recording oh yeah my God. i i'm like wow i have to go listen to that one then i hadn't caught that one uh, I'm a, that's I like a, oh they're just riding around i'll get to it <laughs> not so but like holy shit there was a car accident yeah, <laughs> yeah and then three days later his car died permanently oh shit this side <laughs> that's so brutal the ride arounds are pretty pretty aimless we usually get to talking either about doing ride rounds and why they're valuable or we just talk a bunch of shit and where was that where was that right around like it, it was around here so we okay. actually started here and went down to oman place <laughs> <laughs> which <laughs> i don't know if it we is. have time to do an oman after this but we might uh and then we so we, that's all in magnolia and then we were going up 15th and he just ate shit on 15th oh, no. then we went to capitol <laughs> hill and then we came back here psychotic i don't know it's it's truly the next episode 39 fucked, fucked off, off. Yeah. <laughs> yes it's truly fucked bring it around mira that was the first one you were on I feel like fucked off kind of like was like my launch pad into the pod. So I really connected with that emotion mm-hmm. and then like spread it around to my inner circle. We've been preaching the gospel of fucked off. Um, so who's been the most fucked off? Me. You. And that was quick too. <laughs> oh yeah. I will not dispute that. <laughs> Amongst the whole circle that uses it. Oh, um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would say so. It's not like a huge circle that we know of. I mean, who knows how far it's spread? Because you tell one person, they tell someone else, da-da-da. But like in our circle, yeah, I, I would say it's it's Mira. But Just making a cup at 7 in the morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just another normal having a normal one. <laughs> yeah. Just a completely normal person. <laughs> yeah. No, I just like what I, what I appreciate about what I really appreciate about Fucked Off is it's like something you feel. And like, so even though... It's a uh, it's like a combination of words that I'd never really heard before the pod. I instantly felt it in my soul and was like, "Yes, 
I know what it is to be fucked off. <laughs> and this puts a, a name to something I've experienced many times in my life. It's like when you discover one of those like German words yes. that's <laughs> philosophical and it's very specifically names a poignant experience. Like that was what it was like when I was like, oh yeah, it's fucked off. Yeah. When I was thinking about how in addition to fucked off, there's someone fucked me off and then also, ah, dang it, I fucked myself off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All very helpful variations. Uh, 40, another mirror episode, Spro. Spro. Doing Spro's. I haven't listened to my episodes. I'm like self-conscious about it. Mm, They were good. I listened to them so I can vouch for them being good. I think they're pretty good. Cool. Okay. You talk about fucked off, but you haven't listened to the episode? I think she's concerned that if she listened to it, she would get fucked off about it. <laughs> I think you're fucked off now. <laughs> and then when you listen to it, you're going to be shipping it. Okay. Uh, number 41, Chits. Chits. Oh, yeah. I just listened to that, actually. Um, my funny little anecdote about Chits is that you y'all had been like using the term Chits in the podcast um, for a while and had never, like until this episode, kind of gotten into and explained like what Chits are. And so I was like, what are, what are chits? And for a long while, for, no, no. But for a long while, I was like, maybe chits are teeth. And I thought chits were teeth because I was like, they're always, you know, oh, they're talking about like, you know, getting zooted and prepping cup and like, you know, and getting your chits wet. And I was like imagining like maybe getting your chits wet is when you drink the coffee and you get your your chits wet because you don't want to be dry. Oh, and, I love that so. And much. something about like something about the sound, like the word chit, like made me think of like I don't know, chattering. like chattering or something about like teeth. It's like a, a some weird onomatopoeia. I don't know why my brain connected the two, but I just had to tell you that for a long time I was like, are chits teeth? <laughs> And then I found out they were like the places on your body that collect sweat and like <laughs> all that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I guess that's also cool. <laughs> you get your chest wet. Yeah. I love Davey's whole thing about the entire lower back being. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> unnecessary of him to try. But yeah, <laughs> if that's what you want, AB, then yeah. It can be a big chit. <laughs> Chits aren't supposed to be that big. The body's a chit. The earth is a chit. You know, Milky Way is such a chit. Yeah, you can get very philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, those are all too big to be chits. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, so that's fucking amazing, first of all. And it all fits together perfectly. And I mm-hmm. think it. I think the teeth are, could be chits. Yeah. Maybe they are chits and, and you get them wet and fuck yeah. But like... Have you ever like, you know, you woke, wake up in the morning and like, you know, your your mouth feels kind of like dry mm-hmm. from that. And like, so yeah, maybe like, you know, you drink some water, you brush your teeth and everything. But sometimes that feeling of dryness doesn't really go away till you have your cup. So yeah. that's also where I was coming from. You really get it. Yeah. You really, really get it. Um normally we're saying chiclets for teeth see and that's really similar right like you it is it's very similar where the hell did like chits come from as a word for Uh, little parts yeah where the fuck did that come from i mean uh it's one of life's little beauties (laughs) (laughs) uh episode 42 is god flow you kind of have God flow at this point. Do I? You have God flow, yeah. And uh, you you have such God flow that apparently you're going to go some places and things are going to happen to your to your flow. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is another gap in my listening. Oh, God flow! You have the beautiful, luscious God flow. Like it's your luscious locks. It's like your beautiful hair and stuff. God flow is is it's more than just a good hair day. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to put that God flow on display as a hair model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I'm, I get it now. I had a, my coworker like approached me, not approached, like I was at her house and she's like, do you want to like be a model for my assistant? Okay. I get free hair work done. Yeah. You were, you have flow. She was like, excuse me, uh, you have flow <laughs> uh, and it's kind of godly. <laughs> do you want to be having godly flow for my assistant? Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Um, I feel like I know, like it doesn't, I don't know how often it happens, but I know the days that I have God flow because people tell me I have mermaid hair. Like that's Mm -hmm. when I know that I've got my God flow going on because it's got the long curly waves that are usually some crazy color, like pink or something. So what about the pride flow? Was that godly? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, because the rest of my hair was like neon, like neon bright pink. Mm -hmm. And then I had like neon rainbow on the side of my head. I would say... Like, definitely got a lot of comments. Um, people just stopping in the streets and staring. <laughs> okay. No, okay, that didn't happen to me, but our friend, our other friend who Wait, had... Wait, that didn't happen to you? No, but... You it, just said it like it did happen. Wow. I know, I'm very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was driving a Tesla anyway. I I, 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 it was my friend's Tesla. <laughs> no, but anyway, sorry. But it did, that did happen to our friend who... Um, they had the rainbow, but their hair was like buzzed and very short so it was like a rainbow pattern on very very short hair and obvious and so apparently like it, it was um they were just like downtown a lot for a their hit. yeah and then but it was like people at the bus stop or like they couldn't walk a block downtown without someone being like oh my god your hair um so they were just like in such god flow um yeah that's more than a good hair day mm-hmm. i Definitely. get a lot of hair compliments at work yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, we get it. <laughs> You've got flow. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the flow. All right. I'll pull back. What else should I know about how you have God flow and everyone knows about it? No, I'm just <laughs> going to say like, like even like when I'm at work or I was like up in a ponytail and I don't particularly feel like it's a good hair day. Someone will say something about it. Well, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> now you know about the flow. Yeah. You've got God flow against all rhyme or reason <laughs> but you have it every day you heard me yeah you heard me number 43 you heard me you heard oh me. you heard me one of the best one of the best apps in my opinion yerd brady had a, a full psycho psychological meltdown <laughs> on that episode <laughs> he was, i was like baby are you okay <laughs> that, app, that app was really good are you dropping you heard me she has been recently <laughs> Recently, yeah. I listened to that one just like not too long ago either. I feel like even when I'm not punctuating with you heard me's, mm-hmm. my my tone implies that you heard me. Mm. I feel like my style of you heard me's are very, um, I take the, the more like accusatory you heard me's. <laughs> like I feel like that's more my style. Um, How does that work? How does that work? Well, like when I'm doing like you heard, like I'm like, oh, you heard me. You heard me. Like you like, oh yeah, I I did indeed say that and you heard it. Are you going to, you know, are you gonna fuck with that? Like are you, you know, are you going to question? It's a challenge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Your you heard me is a challenge. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 very much when I do it. Um, unless I'm just being really casual about it and then I'll maybe drop a yerd or something. Oh, I hear you. Uh, I heard that, yeah. Circling back around to 44 <laughs> day-olds. day-olds. Do you have any day-olds? Oh, my God. How many day-olds are at Slate right now? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I would be like month olds at this point. Three month olds. Dang, yeah. How many? Di- like ninety day olds. <laughs> some, some what is time? Day-olds. Just throw a brick through the window and get <laughs> the day olds. I know a place where there's day olds. <laughs> yeah, you get that. You get the question a lot actually at Starbucks. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because like if you yeah. go to Five Guys and be like, do you have any day olds? Day olds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got any day olds? We'd always, like, at smaller cafes, I mean, I worked at some places, and I see where it's like, yeah, you get the, the day-olds, and it's great. But you sometimes there wouldn't be a lot of day-olds, because us, you know, baristas employees would just take them all. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, we're broke, and we need food, so the, we would just, like, take it all home. The day-old situation at the bakery was, like, uh, we also donated stuff every like nightly but it was a regular occurrence that the people who were were meant to pick it up just didn't come and then the day olds became two day olds at which point we had to then compost them oh like ourselves so brutal that's so fucked off like that's not homie code no that's a violation that's a penalty like leaving like three bags of baguettes that didn't get picked up and then, Yikes. then they, we just had to bring him to the trash room. Did you have like, sword fights first? Eventually, no, no. It'd be amazing to bring those bags out to the street and throw them as hard as you can at a car is driving by. <laughs> <laughs> just what? Just, just a French attack, or like a spear, <laughs> um, javelin that baguette. You just at, one, at a certain point just give them a like when it was like like in the last hour and we had like a mountain of baguettes in front of us we would just hand them out like with orders or like someone was buying a baguette we'd be like do you want another one for free <laughs> so we don't have day olds just sitting in the back hey. you, you drag Decaying. them out to that to the park yeah. right in front hey, of you and just guess leave them what? oh my god guess what it's your lucky day <laughs> <laughs> you get another baguette um yeah do you think that that lady who um was extremely psychotic and coming to you about the scones and the dales. Do you think, I would like to think that she has a grift where she just goes up and down from pioneer square to like the market to like all up around and just stops at every single place. And is like, mm, do you have day old? That's possible. Do you have day old? That's a, that's a, she's got a day old. Brand. There's potential for that. I mean, I feel it's like pretty bad. I didn't get that vibe really. I just got like extreme old brain vibes. But it's just like of all the Starbucks in the world, you had to come into mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cause no, we, she saw Amira specifically. <laughs> saw she was like, like, look at that God flow. <laughs> she was like, that's flow, but that's a mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be able to get this one to taste the scone. Oh, God. The last 10 people refused to taste it. <laughs> she looks too nice to say no. <laughs> that's the curse of retail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 45 rough housing. Oof. I think this is one that I hadn't listened to yet. So, like, what's the ethos of... <laughs> so, this is another one where I think we came up with it, like, about 30 seconds into the pod or something. Like, or, like a 30 seconds prior to recording. And we were just talking about what it's like to be in a rough house. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and to rough okay. around in the house. And there was a lot of talk of just childhood rough housing, as I'm sure, mm-hmm. with the bros. You may have roughed mm-hmm. house more than once. but Nah, they didn't become my bros until I was an adult. <laughs> That doesn't mean you can't rough them up. Oh, but, for no, sure, yeah. but it wasn't a childhood thing. Yeah, okay. I've had some some roughhousing accidents. One time at a family function, I butted heads with a cousin. Not like 
in like an intentional way. It was like a game, like a sports thing. And we just clocked heads together. And I woke up with a black eye. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's roughhousing. Yeah. That's a rough one. I feel like where we live now, before Mira, like, well, I've lived in the same place for quite a while. And um, before Mira moved in, when it was the original three of us, and we were much younger and much more fucked off. Rough house. It was a rough house. There was a lot of, it was a lot going on and coming in, coming out, partying, da 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 There was a lot of, like, it was a rough house back then, back in the day. Um, we had a lot of, like, house guests, a lot of couch surfing, and that was a real crapshoot because half the time it was like, yeah, you're doing a friend a solid and you're really helping them get back on their feet. And then other times it was like, you can't live on our couch. <laughs> like, um, you, you need to mosey on through this. This is getting really rough that you're living on our couch um, indefinitely. So, you know, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you need to be a little tough love and just kind of push out of the nest a bit. I don't know. I just think, I also think like I, um, my, our friend, um, shout outs to our friend who is, um, to this day, a gymnastics instructor, very agile, uh, guy. And he, um, would sometimes when he was hanging out at the place and he would just get kind of, when he was get kind of drunk and he'd be like, what if I just did a handstand or what if I just did a somersault or what if I just like did some gymnastic shit? But there, my favorite one is that like, if you ever see the carpet in our, in our place and we've been living there such a long time, there's just all these like random stains. It's It's a awful carpet. But my favorite stain is that this gymnastic friend of ours was holding a beer in his hand and he was drunk enough to think like, well, what if I did like a flip somersault like thing? And he was still holding the beer beer? and he forgot, I guess how like physics and gravity works. Oh yeah. So a bunch of his beer just spills when he does the tumble, like, and just stained the carpet. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of rough (laughs) house we were living in at the time. 46. Goodbye. Oh, is that because people were moving? It's because AB moved, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, goodbye, AB. Yeah. I talked to him earlier today, uh, and then at the end of our phone call, I said, goodbye, AB. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's doing well. Mm, good. He, he reports that he's doing quite well. Was AB on the episodes that you yeah. recorded? So you yeah. did get to meet him? I did. What yeah. impression did he leave with you before he said bye-bye? <laughs> it's a funny guy. I don't know. Sweet. Cool. Um, any big bye-byes or goodbyes lately? Ooh, I feel like I just did a bunch of goodbyes this summer. Like there was, some, yeah, we had Keaton moved. There was some like two of our friends. Okay, they both moved to New York. They both got into the same school, and then they decided to be roommates together in Brooklyn. Like they were friends here, but they were like, "All right," so they just went all in on that, and they're both going to the new school. Is that what it yeah, is for grad school? But yeah, um, well, Keaton I think is doing undergrad, and then Dylan Blair is doing grad. But like, so they like went got they got their place in Brooklyn, and that was like a big, big, goodbye. big goodbye. And that Especially was hard. since you, like we were just kind of we just started our friendship with Keaton, and yeah, so it was like blossoming and i was like all right well you're moving we'll be pen pals now Goodbye. but they're coming back for the holidays and yeah and then like dylan blair is like larger than life wonderful person wonderful presence but they've also like they're always traveling the world so it's like not as strange for dylan blair to be gone because they'll just be like all right peace out i'm like hiking the act or like i'm gonna go be in iceland now for a while but yeah those were some major goodbyes big goodbyes i thought i was gonna have to say goodbye to james and that he was gonna go move to japan and stuff but then luckily i get to keep him a little bit longer um the next one is goodbye part two i mean there's like goodbye to my 
life outside of grad school. I had to say, I had to do that. I had to say goodbye to that. It's a traditional goodbye. I mean, I classes start up for me on Wednesday, on Thursday. So mine are next weekend. Goodbye. Um, goodbye part two is where we interviewed Ellie B. Who's like the eight year old. <laughs> oh, oh man. really? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you haven't peeped it yet. It's pretty tight. Why oh, was man. it titled goodbye part two? <laughs> Cause we, um, it was later in the day, so we recorded the goodbye ep with AB, and then we were hanging out with him while he was going and doing the rounds and making some stops. In the house where we lived with all that we live, we all live together. Um, there's a mother-in-law behind it, and it's a couple and their two kids, um, and it's just in the backyard. Like there's no real separation, and um, so we just became friends with them, and they're really tight, and they have a eldest daughter is like super precocious and smart and hilarious, uh, and so we went to just visit. And to say, you know, I might see them again someday, but I think it's not super likely. Mm. So that was kind of a goodbye. Kind of a goodbye. And then for AB, it was a full goodbye. And he was a little right. bit closer with them than I am, but it was. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, it just was one of those things where it was like, hold on, should I grab the pod stuff? <laughs> and I just <laughs> went to the car and grabbed it and we did an interview. That's uh, great. That's adorable. All right. She she killed it um, for sure. Uh, number forty eight politics. Ooh, I just listened to this one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And they, you were all like watching and commenting on one of the debates, and yeah, it was really fun to listen to what you had to say about Marianne. And then uh, like then I, I remember you talking about like Andrew Yang and even like our Governor Inslee and just going on and on. But like that friend of yours who I'm now I'm totally blanking on his Elliot name. from the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very, very smart. Really interesting to listen to. And he's got a great voice. He has an amazing voice. Yeah. I was like, I, that's the kind of voice that I'm like, please like do an audio book, like an entire, like I would listen <laughs> to, you know, I was like, if he, if he wants a side gig as a voice actor, I think he could do great things. I, if, if being a lawyer doesn't like, you know, pan out <laughs> for him, he could be a really great voice actor. He's, it's really panning out for him, but I think that he can do both. Yeah. Um, and at least on the pod anyway, mm. <laughs> like at the very least. But yeah. It was just kind of y'all's convo about current events and politics and so and avoiding the debates. Oh yeah. Me too. They're grim. They're pretty grim. Yeah. But I'm glad you listened to it. I mean, that w- that's like such a good example of an episode where it's literally just like, I love this guy. Like he's been a part of my life for so long. I want to get this down. I need to have this to keep forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if anyone else wants to listen to it, that's cool too. <laughs> that's but great. like, uh, yeah, no, I was really happy about that experience. You're like, this one's for me. <laughs> I mean, they're all for me <laughs> in, in a way, right? Cause it's like, this is all really important. These are all really important people and really important stuff that will be lost if it's not recorded. Um, and I want to keep it. So oh, that's beautiful. That's the idea. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful deal. That's beautiful. <laughs> There's too many of life's little beauties not to mm-hmm. capture. And then you have, <laughs> and then like you have us on here where it's like, I just feel honored to be doing the retrospective as a, as a fan. It's, it's all fits. It mm-hmm. all fits together. Glad to have you here. Kismet. That's a really cool snapshot of like moments of like people's lives. And, and it's, and I think what I said right at the beginning is true is that, uh, the first because i want to do a hundred of them it's going to get really interesting considering like it's not just that the boys have like half the boys have moved away so the other half are like super fucking busy now Mm. and i'm busy too so it's interesting it's going to be interesting to see like kind of who kind of where it goes i don't know but yeah i'm asking around and i'm the topics and the yeah the talent Mm. i gotta snap up and secure and 
I think the idea of doing a the Mac crew, the Mac store crew back oh, together, yeah. and <laughs> that would be, be I would listen to that for sure. <laughs> yeah, that would be so, yeah, that's actually a good, uh, yeah. Uh, last episode is the most recent one, Figure It Out. Me and Augusta talking about how to figure it out. Yeah, I know that one, like, kind of hit me hard, especially the part where she like you were like what's your 10-year plan and then like year by year and like she was coming up with all sorts of very you know detailed (laughs) like gut punching like ideas of like what was gonna be like to to move to la and what her life was gonna be and like yeah i was like oof gosh because like she's 23 right yeah she's she's kind of young so like she was talking about this like 10-year plan and then getting to and i was like Oh, like I'm already, like, I'm already way down that way. Like, yeah, you know. she's like uh, already divorced, and mm-hmm. she's my age. Oh <laughs> like, my her plan was pretty ambitious compared to what I was able to pull off in the same <laughs> amount of time. But yeah, yeah. no, she's uh, she's destined for things that are big. Oh, I could say that. Yeah, no, she's very clever. I think she's gonna do great as a comedy and all the other stuff she was talking about i mean i didn't get to see her so i don't know how good of a model she is i don't know what she looks like but i'm gonna trust that that was also she she killing it on there too she does have it um i would say she has it i mean i'm interested i don't know when she's that was kind of brutal to hear about all the restrictions that you have to live with if you're a model like all the things you can't do because you have to like you know make sure your skin doesn't get sunburned or you can't like paint your nails how you want or like just like you don't you have all these restrictions on what you can and can't do yeah oh hell yeah yeah. Those are some amazing eyebrows. This is like some amazing. I'm like looking at Instagram right now and just being like, this is amazing eyebrows. Um, yeah. And I think that's where we're at. And now we're at episode 50. And then we also have 51 <laughs> coming out soon. Oh, yeah. A sneak peek. <laughs> sneak peek of just it It could. It, what's the exact phrase that we're using? Could be gay. Could be gay. Could be gay. Could okay. be that's gay. gay. Yeah. We talk about things that are gay and the things that are not gay and things that are too gay. Things that could be gayer. So that's coming out soon. And then uh, just 49 more to go. After that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Oh, Easy. Yeah. We'll get there. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.